there. Welcome to You're Doing Fine, Oklahoma, where we explore mysteries, hauntings, and family secrets from the great state of Oklahoma and beyond. I'm Shy. And I'm Shanna. We're wannabe mystery solvers and cousins that love to hash out our favorite whodunits during family time. Our husbands are afraid of us, as As they they should be. be. Stripping down. Ugh. Wow. Hilarious. So, okay. So you're telling me I need to watch the uh, the Chippendales. Welcome to the Chippendales on Hulu. <laughs> Come on, Loon Johnny. He and his wife were, I think, co-producers. Okay. Um, and then it's it's the true story. About the Chippendales franchise and the murders. And the murders that were adjacent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's so good. So good. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It's a weekly, so you got to wait. No. Oh. I know it's one of those. You can wait until they're all available, but we started watching it and I was like, oh, I love this. What's it on again? Hulu. Oh, okay. That's good. I can do that. Yeah. So, um, Let's tell our listener family, <laughs> our thirteen listeners, what the fuck has been going on. Oh, because uh, we we did fall off the face of the planet. We we ooh. truly did. We almost literally, almost uh, literally died. Uh-huh. Two full families full of people almost literally died mm-hmm. because of the flu and strep and COVID and COVID. <laughs> we have been down. With the sickness, and not in a fun metal way, Mm-mm. for over three, we- almost yeah. three weeks Almost now. three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Shan and I <laughs> are well enough today <laughs> to be mic'd up. To stare at each other. And actually be in the same room as each other. <laughs> and try to figure out how to do this again. <laughs> and how to do this, and how to do it without coughing. <clears throat> oh, that's going to be the trick. Coughing up a lung. That's so, going to be the trick. But yes, that was, we had big plans to do a whole podcast episode. Oh, man. We, we were going to go on vacation all together in Breckenridge, Colorado. Yeah, we were supposed to be like ski bunnying and living our best lives in Breckenridge and Vail. And my whole family got the plague. And yeah. it was gross and ugly. And I've never felt so terrible in my whole life. <laughs> And we were planning on doing like a live episode yeah. from uh, Breckenridge on Thanksgiving Day yeah. so that you could live your best lives with us and escape your families. And the, the, we we just escaped our families. Yeah, the flu said, bitch, hold my beer. Okay. <laughs> so Shy went to Breckenridge uh-huh. and was a ski bunny. My, my little family and I went to Breckenridge. Um, and lived our best, uh, Colorado lives. Um, I didn't, I was on the couch. Yeah. We, we did send pictures to Shan. It just made me mad. Up the mountainside. Um, did have one child break a, uh, bone yeah. on the mountainside. Cause why not? You know. The universe definitely and, wasn't telling us not to go to Breckenridge. 
Listen, the amount of stories that we could tell you about the universe trying to take us out the past three weeks is we could use a whole we could use the whole 45 minutes to an hour to explain every goddamn thing that went wrong in the past three weeks between the two families. Truth. But here we are. We are alive. We going to be positive. (laughs) We you know what? We made it through that storm. You know, we made it through that universal. Isn't there a country song that says like every storm runs out of rain or something like that? Oh, that's what the fuck happened. It just, just ran, ran out, out, of out of rain. <laughs> <laughs> wow, was it trying to give it give it its one last gusto this past week? Yeah, and then it was like, haha, you were like, you went skiing without Shan. <laughs> you get COVID, and you get COVID. <laughs> suckers and your dog gets sprayed by a skunk and your dog gets sprayed by sun <laughs> and your dog gets covid <laughs> really what the fuck <laughs> oh jesus christ i will so. i will uh, uh probably next episode just run everyone through the the day four of our covid journey yeah for my family and i yeah um because it's i was literally texting people like you would not just you will not believe what just fucking happened. These fucking animals, and I'm dying. And I'm dying. I'm coughing up a lung. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll discuss it next episode, but... Okay. Ugh. Okay. Shan just had to try and survive flu. Yeah, and strep. And strep. It was not cute. Get your flu shots, people. Get your fucking flu shots. Get your COVID boosters, yes. too, because that's the one thing I forgot to do. Yeah. Because... We haven't I let had my to worry I let, about. Well, I know when you just you start to let not your worry guard down. And you let your guard yep. down and you you kind of let this I want to say ignorance just come back in. No, it's just a false sense of security. Yeah, that's all it that's is. That's it. Yeah. And so totally was just thought we'd be fine and um Nope. We were not. Nope. Well, my children were fine. Yeah. The hubs and myself. No. And they probably get exposed to more stuff oh, on I'm a sure. daily basis anyway than I'm sure. One you of guys them looks in the pharmacy. Yeah. Works at a pharmacy. So Yeah. yeah. So. Um So we're back. Tell a friend to tell a friend. We're back. Bitches. Um And we're so sorry we <laughs> we didn't forget about you. We did not forget about you and we will not forget about you. Um, okay, so before I start my uh my weekly episode yes. this week. I'm going to give a shout out to our girls that Travis works with. Oh, that yeah. my husband works with. Um, they were so kind to invite us to their uh, Christmas party for their employees and stuff. And four of the girls in the office listen to our podcast religiously. I love that. Emily, Jennifer, Autumn, and Kim. Kim was not there because she was literally doing the Lord's work in Africa. For two weeks. What? On a mission trip. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But everybody else was there, and I got to meet them, and they were super sweet. And I got to have an audience with my fans. I love that. And um, they they were really cool. They've been uh, supporters of the pod since, like, day one. I love that. Yeah. I'm sorry that I couldn't. I'm sorry that we my, don't want your sick ass. Yeah, at a fucking Christmas party anyway. Sorry, my lungs and my immune system were just not, <laughs> not really working. Not up to snuff for this go round. Nah. <laughs> really weren't. 
not up to snuff. So anyway, shout out to them. Yes. Um, okay, so do you have any pod business before we get moving? Because I'm doing an update to a case that we previously covered. <gasps> Wonderful. Um, that has some interesting information that's recently come to light. But do you have any pod business to do before that? I don't. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Mine's going to be relatively short and sweet this week. So um, we're just going to roll with it. So okay. I'm going to update you on what's going on in the Shauna Jones case. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. So for those of you that may not know or may not remember what happened um, with the Shauna Jones case, we published an episode about Shauna uh, months ago, right? Mm-hmm. Months ago. So, um, let me just give you a little background on it. Let me pull this up. Shauna Jones was found dead uh, January 1st, 1994. So essentially the day, daytime after uh, being out on New Year's Eve. Right. Um, so New Year's Day, 1994, she is found uh, dead in a pond um, in Henrietta, Oklahoma. So Henrietta, for those that are not familiar, um, Henrietta is uh, an hour and a half or so east of Oklahoma City, Mm -hmm. between Oklahoma City and eastern Oklahoma, basically. It's in Okmulgee County. Um, I mean, it's just a, a small town. So, anyway, uh, Shauna is found. She's the mother of two girls um, at the time, two young children. And at the time, Shauna is in her 20s. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, the story goes that during that night, during the night of uh, New Year's Eve of 1993 going into 1994. She was working as a waitress at a club at a bar in Henrietta called the new West club. Um, and there was some anecdotal evidence that she had been drinking and dancing during her shift as a waitress, probably partying for new year's Eve with, you know, local customers and friends and whatever. Uh, her boyfriend that was also kind of her almost fiance at the time, uh, was also at the club and they, um, went home together in his vehicle. Okay. In like his work vehicle. Okay. So she gets home. They have a 15 year old babysitter that's staying with her kids while Shauna's working and being out for New Year's Eve. And she uh, is relieving the babysitter. So she picks up the babysitter and takes the babysitter home and then swaps out vehicles, swaps out her boyfriend's work vehicle for his personal vehicle. Okay. Okay. Sometime when this is all happening around, you know, 2, 2.30 in the morning, Shauna doesn't come home and... I mean, by the next morning, he's reporting the vehicle missing 
but not necessarily her. Right. He reports the vehicle stolen, which is sus, and it was sus to us at the time. Mm-hmm. This gentleman is now dead. He he died uh, this year, and he had he had filed a police report with uh, Henrietta PD about the missing um, vehicle. Now, after that report was filed, sometime in the midday time frame, kids found his truck, his personal truck, okay, kind of out on the outskirts of town near a pond. Okay. Okay. Um, it's unknown how long the kids knew the truck was there, as well as the body in the pond before it was reported to police. So they just don't know specifically how much time elapsed uh, between notifying police and finding the truck and the body. They were kids, so it's likely they knew the truck was there and just thought like, eh, you know, there's a truck down there. Somebody ran off the road or whatever, but maybe didn't see the body. Got you. Okay. So, okay. Medical examiner arrives and finds some interesting uh, information, if you will. Okay. Uh, Shauna is found in the pond, but only in about three to four inches of water. Okay. Okay. So kind of at the edge of the pond. Right. And there is mud impacted over her eye and nostrils and mouth. So like her face was pressed into the... Into the mud. Into the mud. That's what it seemed like. She's dressed in a pink top, an, a, a purple bra, black Levi jeans and roper boots. And a belt. The belt had no buckle, though. Okay? Okay. And when she's found, she's not wearing underwear. Okay, so you're like, well, maybe she didn't wear underwear. Like, some people don't. Well, and this was 90 when? 94. Okay, I don't remember ever learning about thong underwear until much later than that. Right. And I know there was... If you wore tight jeans. If you wore tight jeans, you didn't want to have panty lines. You just didn't wear underwear. Right. And we, growing up in a small country town... Yeah. ...where Levi's and Wranglers were wore... Yeah. A lot of the times, you just didn't. You didn't didn't wear them, so. Yeah. So, it's possible, you know, she was just not wearing underwear that night. Mm Mm-hmm. So, medical examiner starts his uh, investigation, I guess you could say, and finds that the body had been moved before he arrived. Um, It had been rolled over. So, when it was initially found, they believed that she was initially found face down. Okay? Okay. Um, She had some scratches and contusions to her body, um, on the sides of her body and her stomach and things like that. And nothing super, super traumatic appears to have happened. So it's just kind of thought initially that she was drunk on New Year's Eve and ran off the road. 
Okay. And ran down basically through a field and to this kind of embankment that's on the side of this pond. Right. And that's where the truck gets high centered because in the front of the truck, there's like barbed wire and all kinds of stuff wrapped up in the wheels of the truck. Right. So this is just a reminder. We've done another episode on this and it is information from 1994. It's a very sparse information because it's from a very small jurisdiction. And initially, this death was ruled an accident. Okay. They ruled it an accident. Um, they found that she had a blood alcohol level of like 0.08, which is right at the legal limit currently in Oklahoma for being past the point of being able to safely drive. Right. Um, I don't know what it was in 94. It's neither here nor there at this point. But they marked that she had a few contusions on her body. Um, she had some scratches around her vaginal area. And there was semen found. Okay. Okay. She lived with her boyfriend. She lived with a live-in boyfriend. And in 94, they kept uh, the semen. They notated that she was without underwear, but without any other um, obvious signs of a... Like trauma? Trauma or or anything else, yeah. They just left it... Suspicious, undetermined, and they were leaning towards accident. They, the the word around town after her death was that she got drunk and somehow hurt herself driving down this embankment, and then somehow got herself into the mud in this pond and drowned in inches of water in this right. pond. Um. So, shortly after this original report was made um the family wanted to know exactly what happened and there was a lot of pressure from the family uh from shauna's family in henrietta for them to investigate the case further because they did not believe that someone who worked at a bar and didn't drink regularly but she was young and she had a tolerance for alcohol you know um they did not believe that there was a reason why she would have run off the road and gotten herself into that situation where she was so drunk at a level of 0.08, mm-hmm. which isn't that drunk, frankly. Um, but <laughs> they didn't believe that she would have been in a situation where she was so wasted that she's just running off the road. Cause her boyfriend who had been with her at the club and after the club was like no she wasn't she wasn't impaired i wouldn't have let her take the babysitter home if she was impaired like that right and the babysitter said the same thing no she was not impaired she was fine she's totally normal hmm. yeah okay so some new items have come to light um and they're not necessarily new items these are this is information that i knew before we released the the episode previously i was not willing to release the information because it could have impacted the investigation Uh, but just within the last month or so, Shauna's daughter, Miracle, Mm -hmm. 
who I've been in contact with back and forth since we did our episode. Yeah. Um, she has made it public knowledge. Okay. What's in the case file and what's been presented to her by investigators okay. in the DA's office. All right. And now I feel justified and with her support that we can put that information out there because she definitely wants her mom's case taken care of yeah, and prosecuted to the fullest ex- extent of the law. So I told you there was semen found mm-hmm. at some point in between like 94 and 96, they tested the semen for DNA. Okay. okay. And during that time, we know that CODIS was already available. There were a multitude of offenders already being entered into CODIS uh, so that those cross checks could be done. Mm-hmm. They got a hit. Back in mm-hmm. the 90s? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And so they've known for a while that there is a hit with the DNA. They know whose DNA it is. Uh-huh. And this gentleman is currently incarcerated in Oklahoma, okay. in the state of Oklahoma. I'm not going to give his name um, because it is still an ongoing case. I don't feel like anything that I'm giving is detrimental. Right. Um, they know who it is. Okay. The Oak Mulgee DA's office refuses to prosecute this case. So because he's already incarcerated, um, he is incarcerated, but he's up for parole. He could be paroled anytime. Oh, actually, I think he's up for a release. Nope. Yeah. So, um, and he has a long history, a long history of violence against women and things like that. So, uh, Miracle okay. is desperately trying to get the DA's office to prosecute this, and she's been sort of. Uh, dicked around to a certain extent on mm-hmm. why they won't prosecute it, why they can't prosecute it, why they're not willing to take a gamble on it, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so in an effort to help Miracle get resolution mm-hmm. on this case for her mom, we would like to implore you to go over to our Facebook page, our You're Doing Fine Oklahoma a true crime podcast Facebook page. I have linked a petition, a change.org petition. Yes. That you can sign. Please go over there and sign it, especially if you're an Oklahoma resident. Mm-hmm. And it essentially is a petition to get the DA's office to prosecute the case, which you shouldn't have to do. Right. And I'm, I'm, I'm very confused as to why are they so, why do they feel that having DNA evidence of this gentleman is not enough to prosecute? Yeah. I, I, I mean, I agree. I'm sure, I'm sure they have their reasons. I'm not an attorney. I, I don't know, but that's like a smoking gun. Pretty much. I mean, when she was in a committed relationship with her uh, boyfriend at the time and 
living with said boyfriend and the semen that's found in her body at the time of her death is not his. Mm -hmm. To me, that's because people, people cheat. Mm -hmm. You could say a whole lot of things. I don't know. I didn't know Shauna like that, but everyone says there's no way she was cheating on him. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's no way she was messing around with anyone else. She loved him and she had been with him all night long. Yeah. Except when she went to take the babysitter home. Oh my gosh. And the babysitter even said, there's no way Shauna would run off and leave her kids to go have a tryst with someone else in the middle of the night. So there is more information. Obviously I'm not willing to, uh, release some of that information now. Um, I am releasing the information that Miracle has put out to the public. She's done a couple of TikToks and things like that about her mom's case to try to get some interest in it and try to get some more support from the public. Mm-hmm. We can use our platform to also get that support from the public. So please go to our Facebook page and sign the petition yes. to get this case prosecuted in Oakmulgee County. Um, they desperately need our help to get it done. Um, Miracle is now old enough. She has her own kids. Yeah. And she's been waiting for resolution on this since 1994. Oh, that's awful. So... Please go out there and do what you can to sign sign the petition, share with your friends, yeah, um, and help us get resolution for Shauna's case. Yes, please, please. Oh wow, um, I do know I I can't remember who I was talking to, but I wish I could remember. Someone said if anyone ever goes missing, it's it's better for you to, and maybe you told me this, it's better for you to um, file a stolen vehicle report. Oh, because they'll actually look for it? Well, because it doesn't, there's not, uh, there's not a, oh, what if they ran away? Your car's not going to run away. Your car's been stolen. Oh. And it's going to be immediately looked for as where. That was not person, me because I did not know yes. that. Yes. When a person goes missing, they're like, oh, if they're an adult, they probably walked away. Or if they're a teenager, they probably walked away. Give it 24, 48 hours, whatever. With a stolen vehicle, it's like file your report and then they'll. Wow. Maybe somebody in Henrietta was actually on their shit then. Yeah. I'm maybe they. Maybe when he I don't know, maybe when he was like, hey, my girlfriend's went missing. She went to get my truck. And the person behind the desk was like, it's going to be easier for us to file this report for your truck. Yeah, or maybe. faster, maybe. Yeah, interesting. I could, hope, I could hope that's what it was. I would hope too. So, because otherwise, it doesn't seem like they were very on their shit. But maybe yeah. that person was. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I hold out hope. You always hold out hope that there was somebody competent working that day, right? Yes. Always. Someone competent. Always. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Well, that was the shorty today. That's the update on the Shauna Jones case and any help you can provide would be greatly appreciated. Yeah, but maybe we can help her gain some momentum and Yeah, I also help run, help Miracle uh run a Facebook page called Justice for Shauna Jones. Oh yeah. So if mm-hmm. you want to go over there and like that page as well, we can um pin it to the top of our 
our mm -hmm. podcast Facebook page. And if you have any tips or any information from January 1st, 1994, call the Oak Mulgee County DA's office or shit, call us and we'll pass on the tip, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, let us know. We need resolution yeah. for this. Yeah. Thanks. 100%. So. They do. They need resolution. They need it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you, 13 listeners. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Shan. Thanks, Shai. If you've enjoyed this episode or you're just really optimistic that we'll only get better from here, like, subscribe, follow You're Doing Fine Oklahoma on your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at You're Doing Fine OK Pod. That's you are underscore doing underscore fine underscore okay underscore pod.